Hey y'all, this is the Vera Payam Show. I am Vera Payam, and I'm also still working on my holiday cards. <laughs> so today's episode of the Vera Payam Show is about hope. Does hope matter? Is hope important? And I really, I've been wanting to make this episode for a while, um, but it's been really difficult, specifically because uh, hope is something that I, I believe it or not, I really struggle with, um, and I struggle with it in a lot of ways, and so, you know, one of the things that I really I really pride myself on trying to do with this podcast is, you know, while I do talk about, I try to bring nuance and complexity to a lot of conversations. I also, I don't want to, I really hate when people bring up a problem and they don't give you a potential solution for it. Um, I always try to, in all of my episodes, I try to kind of, uh, make sure that in each episode I come around to a point, right? Bring up a problem and come up with potential solutions, potential directions that we can go um, once we kind of understand the situation that we're in. And so this hope episode has been really challenging for me because, um, you know, I, I know that I definitely work very hard to like, you know, be positive and to show the most positive part of myself that I can, but I really do, I struggle with hope sometimes. And I struggle with hope in a lot of ways. Um, the first way that I find that I struggle with hope is obviously I talked about it before, like having anxiety. Um, having anxiety and then kind of like intermittent depression makes, um, makes hope really important, but also very difficult at times. You know, like a lot of times, I know in my head why it's important to have hope, you know, I know in my head, um, you know, where I want to be at, but sometimes it's hard to really get my mind there. And so, so what is hope? Um, a couple definitions mention that hope is, you know, wishing for something to happen in the future, um, you know, hoping that X will happen, this will happen, that will happen, right? Or something won't happen or whatever. Um, when I talk about hope, I see hope as um, just hope that things can be different. Hope that things can be better than what they currently are. And as somebody with, you know, with anxiety and depression, that kind of concept is really important for me. And I think anybody who kind of struggles with any kind of, you know, um, like emotional or, or um, you know, mental imbalances, I think can kind of identify with that, you know, is that, that, or even, I think even people without, without that, just anybody who's not where they want to be, you know, anybody who's in a place where they're just, they know that they can be doing better. They want, they know things can be better. Um, you know, I think, or they want things to be better. You know, um, I think that hope is really important for being able to 
inspire action. And definitely, you know, like, that's one of the big things that I struggle with, especially, like, um, that's one of the major ways that my anxiety and depression really affects me is it, it hinders my ability to take action, to do the things that I know are good for me, that I know are going to improve my life, improve my world, and make my situation better. Um, and so, uh, so my concept of hope isn't necessarily like, you know, I don't hope for things. It's not like, oh, I hope I win the lotto or, <laughs> you know, anything like that. Like my concept of hope is hope that whatever situation I'm in that I'm dissatisfied about, hope that it can be better. Hope that it can change, you know? Um, hope that tomorrow can be better. Next week can be better. Next month or next year. But just the concept of believing that things can change. I think that that is really, really a valuable thing for people who are, you know, um, in difficult situations. Um, or even people, you know, people in abusive relationships with abusive family members, you know, I think sometimes, you know, that feeling that you're just stuck, that this is what it is and you can't do anything about it can be very pervasive. You know, sometimes that lack of hope is what kind of keeps people in these negative situations and these negative spirals, you know? Um, and I think it's really important to, even if it doesn't seem like it, you know, even if it doesn't look like it, it's, I think it's really important to maintain a sense of, you know, hope, belief that it can be better, you know, belief that the situation can change. You know, um, and that brings me to the second thing that I struggle with on hope is being non-theistic. Uh, a lot of times when I look up hope, usually, like if I look up podcasts or things like that, oftentimes they usually have a religious connotation to them, you know, um, and, you know, and that's all fine and good. I mean, you know, like, you know, if, if you have religion and that's something that that brings you joy hope comfort and all of those things I think that's fucking awesome but for those of us that don't have you know that don't believe in an afterlife or you know heaven hell god the like you know um I think that 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 really becomes um that can become very challenging uh for us non-theistic folks what is there to hope for so a lot of times what I find too is that um, you know, atheism and non-theism often lends itself to, you know, um, to a, a kind of nihilism, this kind of like, well, it's all meaningless anyway, right? Especially if, you know, you don't believe in or hell, you know, or God or judgment, it's very easy to kind of fall into the like, well, does any of this matter anyway? Um, and... Um, you know, and that definitely can lend itself to, you know, forms of nihilism, like, well, why should I bother? Why should I bother trying to be a good person? Or, you know, even getting up in the morning, if none of it matters anyway. And so this is also where I feel like hope is, you know, um, extremely important. Too often, I, you know, I really, I hate it. I hate when I hear people say, well, what difference does it matter? None of this matters anyway. You know, we're all just going to die and rot in the ground. 
And I just, I absolutely hate that, you know? And it's like, oh, you know, people that are like kind of nihilistic. Because, yes, like even in philosophy, right? Like meaninglessness isn't, isn't, the, isn't a solution. It's the problem. Meaninglessness is the philosophical question that we have to answer. It's the problem we have to answer. It's not an end in and of itself. It's not like, it's not like Nietzsche, you know, came up with the, the concept of meaninglessness and then all the philosophers just dusted their hands and was like, oh, well, none of this matters anyway. What, you know, let's throw in the towel. Philosophy's over. No, it doesn't work like that. Um, you know, meaninglessness is a problem that is to be solved. Um, and specifically in that, you know, if there isn't anything after this life, you know, what is the point? Why should we continue to move on? And this is where I think hope becomes a very important concept. And again, I say this, you know, in the absence of faith, not, you know, like hope for an afterlife or anything like that, but, um, you know, hope that you have the ability to, um, and so then this is where it also gets a little bit subjective because I think what gives every person hope is different. You know, what brings me hope might not be what brings you hope, you know, and vice versa. Um, you know, like for instance, for me, like one of the things that brings me hope is, um, you know, like I hope for things like to, to make this world a slightly better place for people, for my friends, my family, my fans, just for the people that I can, you know. Um, and to me, just if I can make someone else's life just a little better because I was here, then that gives me hope. You know, that gives me meaning. Um, but like I said, hope is going to be different for everybody. But I do believe that it is important to have. Because absent hope, you know, what is the point? Right? Like, you know, why does this matter? Um, and so I think that especially for people who are non-theistic, I think it's very important to find things that, um, that, you know, make you feel hopeful and that make you look forward to, you know, a better tomorrow. Because I remember I was, uh, I was at, um, I was at a meeting and I was chatting um, with some folks there um, that were also non-theistic, and so, um, and, you know, uh, and so I told you, like, I'm in a 12-step program, and, you know, a big part of the 12-step program, you know, that I'm in, they talk about, you know, higher power and stuff like that, which can be very difficult for people who are non-theistic, and so I was talking to this guy, and he was seeming, you know, he was seeming like, you know, he's been in the program for a long time, and he seemed pretty, like, kind of frustrated with the concept, like, kind of frustrated with the program and where to go. And, but you could also tell that he really just was not buying the whole spirituality package. You know, he just wasn't spiritual. It just wasn't something that he resonated with, you know, anything spiritual. He was just kind of like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that, you know. And, you know, and like I said, I'm non-theistic, but I am, I am very spiritual, you know. I do embrace that part of myself. And so I just told him, I said, well, you know, I was like, you know, maybe I was like, I get it that, you know, spirituality isn't necessarily like the most like rational thing, you know, and I get that it's very difficult for some people who are strictly like, you know, logic brain, only science, 
you know, kind of kind of thinkers, you know, it's like, I definitely get that, like that, you know, is, is rational and logical. I was like, but, you know, if you don't believe in something, that's a very, very hard road. I was like, specifically, if you don't have some kind of spirituality or hope for something, you know, in your, you know, in your future or whatever, if you lack a sense of hope, um, I was like, life is very difficult. I was like, because realistically, if you just look at, if you just look at, at life as like, you know, we live, we eat, we shit, we die, you know, the end, like that, that concept of like, you know, whoever dies with the most toys wins. That's a hard way to live. That is really hard. Like that is wearing, that wears on your spirit, I think, you know, um, and I think that. I think that that's something where, you know, like, like religious people definitely get a benefit for that, right? To have a reason for waking up in the morning, you know? Um, I think that's, that's definitely a, a bonus that, you know, if religion works for you, I think that that's, um, that that's awesome. But for people who are not religious, you know, I still think that they, it's important for them to have something too that they wake up for. You know, something that gives you a sense of meaning and purpose in your world, you know, even if it's small and even if it's silly, you know, and even if it doesn't matter to anybody else, I think that, you know, it's important to have that, I think, as part of just our, our well-being, you know. And so, and I, and, you know, and at the same time, it's challenging because I think that no matter how, even if we are theistic or no matter how positive or optimistic we are, there are always going to be times where life is trying us, you know, the world is fucking trying us, you know, um, I won't go in detail, but yeah, I definitely had one of those weeks, you know, everything was just fucking breaking down. My microphone suddenly stopped working, so I don't even have a mic to record this anymore, you know, it's fucking just irritating. Um, sometimes it feels like, you know, nothing, nothing in our world is, is going right, you know? Um, and during those times, I think it's, you know, it can be hard. I think especially those times it can be really hard. You're just like, why the fuck am I doing this? You know, like it can kind of feel like, like the story of Sisyphus, you know? Um, if you're not familiar, um, Sisyphus was like, like from like Roman or Greek mythology and he gets cast into the underworld and his, his fate is he is to push this boulder up a hill every day. He has to push this boulder up a hill and then every day it fucking rolls back down. He has to do it all over again and he has to do this for eternity. And I remember, you know, my best friend would, um, would talk about this concept. I forget which philosopher wrote about it. There's a philosopher that wrote, um, uh, that wrote a whole kind of like little novel about Sisyphus. Um, and, and, and sometimes it can feel like that, you know, you can feel like you're just pushing this boulder up this hill and it's just not going anywhere, you know, like, fuck, you know, like, like, what am I going to do with this? And I think that that is really, I think that those moments are really when we learn who we are. Those moments are when we really learn 
what the content of our character is, you know? Are you a person that is gonna shake your fist and yell and argue the whole time, you know? Um, are you gonna give up? Because you know that this boulder is never gonna get over the hill. Do you just give up? To me, that's, to me, giving up is, that's what cynicism is to me, I think, like, you know, um, that's, that's what cynicism feels like to me, it feels like giving up, you know, like, well, fuck it, everything's fucked, I hate the world, you know, like, to me, giving up isn't necessarily, like, you know, like, about, like, committing suicide or killing yourself or something, I, I feel like giving up is, like, it's, like, spiritual, it's, like, you've spiritually given up. You know, you stop trying to, you know, find the good in your world. You've stopped hoping for something better. And I think that that's, I think that that's a really, I don't want to say dangerous place to be, but, you know, once we lose the hope that, that our situation can change, that it can be better, that we can be better, that we can do better, that there's better out there for us, that there's potential, I think once we lose that, you know, like, we lose the will to, for action. Because that's what I think hope does, is I think the purpose of hope is to inspire you toward action, to keep you moving, right? And I think that, you know... I think that once we lose that will for action, that will to try, the will to just attempt to make things better, I think that I think that once we stop trying, that to me is the ultimate form of like giving up, you know? Because if, if you lose the will for action, then you really lose the ability to make things better. I think that as long as we can you know, we have a breath that we've got a little bit of, you know, momentum in whatever direction, in whatever way. I think there's always hope that our situation can be better, you know. Um, and I think once we lose that will for action, that's a very, I don't know, to me that's just such a, I don't know, that's a tragedy, you know. That's, that always makes me so sad when people lose the will to keep trying, you know. Like, uh, I talked about, uh, I, I don't think I mentioned it in a podcast episode, but I think I talked about it in one of my gym videos that I just recently discovered what, uh, I just recently discovered what incel is. And yeah, I started looking at it and I started like watching videos and stuff. Um, and for those of you who don't know, bless your hearts, it's one of those things in the dark corners of the interweb that I just prefer to stay away from. Um, but it's this idea of, it's basically a bunch of like, um, you know, like nerdy guys who, you know, never really had a lot of attention from women. And the term stands for involuntary celibacy. And it gets very dark, very quick. But one of the things that I noticed about it in particular is, is it, it comes with this sense of like, even just the word involuntary celibacy, it comes with this, this, sense of having given up like no one's ever gonna like me i'm doomed i'm doomed my you know my world is over i may as well not even try because i'm just fucked there is no fixing my situation 
And once you get that mindset, and you can even see, like, if you ever, if you're familiar with that term or the people that, you know, that explore these kinds of concepts, like, you know, it gets very dangerous very quick. You know, when we lose hope and we're still alive, man, that's, not only is it sad, but I think that's also dangerous. I think it's dangerous because then people get angry. They get upset. You know, they want someone to blame for their misfortune or for their situation. You know, they want to point a finger. They want there to be an enemy, you know? Um, and, you know, and that, that sense of bitterness, I think that can, that can drive you mad, you know? Um, like, it's your fault that I'm not doing better. Or, you know, this person's fault, that system's fault, you know, that situation, that circumstance, you know? Um, and I talk about, and, you know, on my podcast, I've talked about, you know, like, obviously I'm not, uh, I've talked about things like, you know, like, like feminism, women's rights, you know, um, obviously, you know, I, I lean in that direction. I support people in their struggle. And one of the things that doing that has definitely taught me is, you know, that you need hope, right? You need hope that things can get better, you know, um, even when it doesn't seem rational, and that just by that sheer belief that you can make a difference, that you can change or improve your situation, sometimes just that, just that belief alone can encourage you to take actions that actually make you. The belief and hope can encourage you to take actions that maybe it wouldn't have been possible if you hadn't have taken those actions. Actions that made it possible. That that possibility wouldn't have been there if you hadn't have acted. And I think that's the other thing too that, you know, like, um, why I'm, I'm atheist, but I'm not like a militant atheist. I'm not like science or bust, you know, like, <laughs> is because there are things about our world that are not rational you know, but that are meaningful. And for me, hope is one of those things, you know, like, I mean, especially when you look at, you know, when you look at things like racism and fascism and, you know, sexism, like they are these large systemic problems, you know, these, these systems that are huge and enduring, you know, um, and it can be very daunting, very overwhelming, you know, to think, oh man, like once you kind of open your mind up and you understand how capitalism works and you understand systems of domination and oppression, you know, it can be very, very overwhelming and depressing. Like, oh fuck. Like, you know, there's definitely this sense of like, oh, I'm just fucked, <laughs> you know, like, um, and but obviously we see that, you know, even, even things that look impossible, you know, can be done, right? Like, you know, be cheesy, but, you know, we look at the civil rights movement, we look at, you know, the Arab Spring, like all of these things give me hope, right? That, that, um, that as long as we have some fight in us, that there's still the potential for change. You know, and I think that that's something that, you know, 
I don't ever want to lose. I think as long as I've got, as long as I've got a willingness to fight, you know, there's always the potential that things can get better. <laughs> yeah. <That was> crap. <laughs> I definitely like one of the things like my mom. Me and my mom both very scrappy, you know. But it's those scrappy types that, you know, it's those scrappy types that fucking live the longest, you know? It's those scrappy types that survive, you know? And I think that, you know, I mean, if you really just look at the, you know, biology and nature, I mean, the world is a savage place, you know? The world is a very savage place. Like, all living beings have to consume other living beings just to survive, you know? Like... That alone is a very savage premise to <laughs> to understand and to live on, you know? Um, and I think that, you know, and I think that, I put in the words, like, uh, The world can be a very savage place, and I think that I don't want to add to that, you know? When we lose hope, man, we just add to that, you know? And I definitely don't want to be, I don't want to be the reason that that is perpetuated, you know? Oh, no biggie. <laughs> uh, and so what are some of the things that bring me hope, right? Because then that's the other thing too, is that, so that's the other point. There we go. That's the other point that I wanted to drive home is that having hope is work. It is work. Like, you know, a, a lot of times I think, I think, at least I know I do, you know, whenever I see like these like super, like optimistic, positive types. I know, like, I'm always a little bit like, dang, how do you do it? You make it look so easy, you know? Like some people who are just so like joyful and happy all the time, they make it look so easy, you know? But it's important to remember that even, even people that are happy and joyful and positive, they struggle too, you know? Um, and so I think what's also important to remember is that hope is work. It is constant work. Um, and we need to, that's something that we always have to be working on, you know? We always have to find things to, uh, to fill up that empty tank. Oh man, like the other night, oh, so this is what also got me wanting to talk about hope too. Is the, uh, my last Chatterbait show last Saturday night was so fucking awesome. It was so wonderful. At the end, we started talking about, you know, oh shit, I came a button. <laughs> uh, we started talking about my podcast and stuff like that. And one of my mods, Max, he just said something that just warmed my heart. Um, I was telling everybody, you know, oh, thank you. I'm glad we get to have this cool philosophical conversation, you know, even here on Chatterbait. And... I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, I go, I get very, I go, one of the things that holds me back from putting out more episodes on my podcast or, you know, getting more progress done on my website is honestly, I get, I get insecure, you know, I get nervous, like, dang, are they going to like it? You know, like, 
is my content good enough? Like, you know, do people even care? Like, does my voice even matter? You know, I'm one person, you know, like, who the fuck am I? Like, does my voice even matter? You know, and, but being there in my cam room and, you know, hearing all my fans support me and say, yeah, we want your content. We want to hear what you have to say. You know, we look forward to, to listening to you and to watching you, you know, um, and we want to hear what you have to say outside of, you know, outside of Chatterbait, right? And, and that, and I just told everybody, I was like, oh, you know what? You guys want my heart, you know, like you guys just really like lifted up my spirits. And Max goes, well, yeah, he's like, of course. He's like, he's like, we all need someone to put logs in our fire. Logs in the fire. <laughs> and that's what I view hope as, you know, hope is like your logs in the fire, you know, and you can't let your fire go out. And this is, and I always bring it back around too, to community, the importance of community, you know, having people around you that fill you up, that make you feel good about yourself, that give you hope, that make you feel hopeful about your world, having people in your world that put logs on your fire. And, you know, whether it's online, whether it's an online community, whether it's in person, whether it's religious or whatever. But I, I always drive that home because, you know what, sometimes life is tough. You know, sometimes that boulder gets really heavy. And, you know, sometimes we don't, we don't always have the strength to get it up the hill on our own. You know, we don't always have the strength to, to put that log in the fire, you know. And that's where community becomes really, really important, you know. That's those times when... Um, oh, you know, like when I, when I got sober, one of the things that they say in the program, and I just, I love it. It really warms my heart. They say, we will love you until you learn to love yourself. And I just, I, I really, I love that, that sentiment, you know, that, um, that, that to me is, that to me is what community is. You know, that to me is what community does is, you know, having good, positive, empowering people in your world. You know, that's what that does is it gives you, it builds you up during those times of weakness, you know, um, those times where, where we struggle, where it's difficult, you know, where it's hard to see the light. You know, sometimes I describe, you know, like depression and anxiety, I describe it as like being in a basement. Like, I feel like I'm in a little tiny basement and it's just all concrete and, and I'm just there in a little, in a little ball and I can't move, you know, I just, I can't, I can't get out. I'm just stuck, you know, um. And to me, what having good community and good people around you are is it's kind of like a crack in the ceiling. You know, it's like all of a sudden, like I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I feel something touch my face and I look up and little bits of the ceiling are falling down. And there's just a crack there and there's just a little bit of light coming in, just a little bit, you know, and and that what that little bit of light tells me is that there's a way out. There's something, there's a way out of this room. There's something outside of this room, you know? I don't know what's out there, you know? Um, and, but I do know that, but that little light tells me that there is something out there, 
that there is a reason worth getting up. There is a reason worth looking for a way out. And if you look for a way out, I guarantee you usually find one. You know, an exit door doesn't just present itself to you. You have to look for it. You have to find it, you know? And that's where I, I'm just, I'm a firm believer in having, you know, good community and good people around you that encourage you and, you know, that help, um, that help bring that light in when, when, uh, when times are tough, things look dark, you know? Because I think that, you know, and I'm a very self-motivated person, you know, like, um, I mean, shit, you know, I just moved, I just up and moved to another state by myself, you know, like, um, you know, just doing it because I want to, you know, but I don't care, even the most self-motivated person, you know, even the most, the strongest person, we all get tired sometimes, you know, even the strongest person has moments of weakness, and I think that it's, you know, those are the times in which we realize just how important other people are just how important it is to have people putting logs on our fire. Helping us push that boulder up the hill, you know? And so I guess the, the point of this episode is to just remind you that, you know, whatever you're going through, um, and kind of in, you know, in line with my last episode, you know, my last episode was about struggling with the holidays. You know, and especially around this time of the year where there's this pressure to like be happy and be jolly and, you know, like put on this like perfect face, you know, that, um, that, that whatever, however difficult it may seem, you know, stay strong. Stay strong. That even if it's difficult right now, that it'll get better. It gets better. It always does. Things change. That is a fact of life. For the better, for the worse, things will change. And however it is right now, it's not always going to be that way. You know? And so I wanted to make this episode to just, you know, let you know that if you need it right now, you know, to reach out and let you know that you're going to be okay. You can make it. Things can get better. I don't care where you are, what your situation is, you know. Um, I hope that you listen to this episode whenever things are tough, whenever you feel like things are closing in. And I hope that this episode is a little ray of light for you, you know, to remind you that, that there's a way out of that little dark room. If you're in that dark room, to remind you that there's a way out, you know. If you want it, if you want it. <sighs> well, I think that's all I got for you. I'm gonna finish working on these cards, trying to get these done so that I can have them ready for the holidays. Um, and on that note, I think I think that's something too that, oh yeah, and talk about things that bring me hope, you know, like, and that's something too, is for me, I think one of the things that brings me hope is being able to give other people hope. That gives me hope, you know, like, 
that even when I'm feeling, I'm feeling low, I'm feeling down, you know, um, knowing that I can do something to make someone else's world better, to make someone else smile, to make someone else happy, you know, that gives me hope because when I, when I do that, it makes me think, oh, wow, like, look, they smiled, they laughed, you know, like I brought them joy, like maybe somewhere out there in the vast universe, I'll find my joy. Maybe that means that there's a possibility that there's joy out there for me too. Mm. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening. So hopefully I will get these done within the next couple days and I will start sending out cards. Um, so yeah. So everybody who subscribed to my Patreon right now, um, I should be, I think I have most of your addresses, but if I don't, I'll be hitting you up shortly, confirming your addresses and hopefully, hopefully sending you some cards very soon. <laughs> so thank you guys. Thanks for listening. Again, I'm Vera Payam. This is the Vera Payam Show. And I don't know you, but I love you.